0: happy new year david x
1: yeah happy new year this is like uh 2019 i can't believe it
0: <laughs> it's all of a sudden it's blade runner before you know it yeah. you blink and yeah. it you blink and it. it's blade runner
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, um so what's what's new with you how was how the break uh, it was
0: good. It was good. Um, did a, had a very successful Christmas, um, had some family in town. Uh, Soren and I did our now traditional helicopter ride, which was great. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, and the, the sense of calm and well being that I had accumulated over that time off, um, lasted about 55 minutes. Um, mm, once nice. the hour, once the work day started. So,
1: uh, <laughs> once it sunk in Once yeah. it sunk in,
0: yeah, so I got that going for me
1: Yeah, now was that because of the backlog of email that you're hosing out or, or a crisis that emerged, or or how did how did that go away?
0: It, it's a little bit like, uh, you know when you were a kid You'd like jump off the merry-go-round And it's easier to jump off the merry-go-round Than it is to jump on it while it's spinning Yes I had the experience of trying to jump on the merry-go-round while it was spinning
1: Oh, and you got hit by the uh, railing or several something times. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Several times, okay. yeah Several times, yeah
0: how about you did you make the uh transition
1: yeah it was i actually took some extra time and it was it was nice lauren was home and and uh our puppy was just so thrilled to see uh her and and everything so it it was all fun and then um the funniest thing is that i actually read like a bunch of fiction books um so that was great nice and yeah yeah instead of like manuals or whatever and and uh so it was actually relaxing and um Uh, my Christmas present to myself was I got a new Chromebook. Um, I got the, the Chromebook, uh, X2 from HP. Um, so, so far it's pretty cool where it's one of those ones where it's the, um, Chromebook with the detachable screen and then it turns into basically a a Chrome OS tablet. Mm -hmm. So, um, that way I don't need to bring a Chromebook and a tablet with me when I travel. So, um yeah so just lightening things up and all that i'm I'm excited to travel uh this week with it um the other thing I found out was it um I got an email from Marriott saying that uh I reached the i guess the the highest at least published version of their elite status where I basically get my own technical account manager oh yeah did nice. you ever hit that level
0: uh no, I don't think i ha- i did on u s Airways but not on Marriott What's what's it? Have you tried it out? Have you taken it for a spin yet? Uh,
1: Well, it's like I got a phone call from this guy, John, Mm. and I got an email from him saying, hey, I wanted to introduce myself. I'm your I'm your new account executive. And uh, uh, if there's anything, uh, you know, or I forget what the title is or whatever, or concierge service or something where this guy like I just I can call him up and he'll book whatever for me um, for, you know, hotels and, and things like that. And I'm like, well, I mean, I usually just do it. A lot of times when I'm booking travel, it's not during business hours or it's a weekends or stuff, <laughs> and so it's like, okay, well, thanks. Um, I'll let you know. Um, but I still, if anybody is listening is and has used it, I'd love to hear their experience. But, um, um, but like as you say with the, with that type of status, it's not a not a game you want to win. Um. <laughs> Yeah, right. to, to rack up that much, uh, th- that many hotel stays and everything. But we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm
0: glad to hear that, that you got something substantial out of your uh, rewards program. I mean, I was expecting you to say, like, now they give you two bottles of water when you show up.
1: Yeah, uh, right. Like that, right. Well, no, well, that's exactly it. It's like I get nothing more except for this guy. Um, and then, so, which could be great. I don't know. Um, and then the other thing I get is that they call it, uh, quote unquote, you're 24 where, um, and you know, where, you know how you could do like early check in or things like that. Mm -hmm. I can, I can set when I want to, when my hotel stay starts and ends. So I can arrive at 4am and check out at 4am. And that's one day.
0: Ah, okay. Okay.
1: Which I think could be great for, you know, somebody that does like red eyes and and stuff like that. That could Mm -hmm. actually be pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um well, congratulations then. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Now, well, speaking of uh Google News, I got a, one of those uh Google mini home mini things. So Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm you... still like I'm struggling to enjoy it. Um I, I don't <laughs> You know, it's it's like you know, I could I could ask it um you know, Hey, what time is it? And, and all that stuff, but it's, it doesn't wire into my work calendar for I'm sure good reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's like, I can only ask it so many times what the weather is or, or things like that. So, you know, I'm I'm probably going to have to roll my sleeves up and look at integrations and I, I don't do any of the smart home stuff either. So I'm, I guess I'm kind of limiting myself.
0: Yeah. I think if you, uh, well, actually, especially now you can grab yourself a, a Phillips hue starter kit um, mm-hmm. it's got like a couple of bulbs and a switch and a hub in it, um, mm-hmm. for not a lot of money. And I, I would say you, you'd probably get about a, about $110 worth of enjoyment out of it. Um, mm-hmm. just, uh, just trying it out. Um, uh, so yeah, I would, uh, you can definitely go that way. Um, and, uh, are you a, a Google play music subscriber or are you a Spotify person?
1: I, uh, Google play music. I, I that's where I keep all my albums and stuff, but I'm not a paying member
0: okay, I think you can still tell it to play you some music, so you got mm-hmm. see so, so you got
1: there you got that yeah, yeah, it'll do that, and it'll pull stuff out of my library too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right, right, which is fine, yeah, and it does pandora Pandora too yes, yeah, that's right that's right um, yeah I, I i
0: like we like I think we mentioned in the previous episode, I think most of my, most of the utility I get out of it is on the home automation piece, like you know mm-hmm. it can like lock my door and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, what's funny. Do you remember X10 from back in the day? I do. Yep. Yeah. So I still have X10 in my house I'm still kind of using it, but I remember those ads from back in the day. They're just so like off the wall, not like, you know, the, the website was just so um, bright in terms of the colorful <laughs> and flashing right. stuff. And I don't know <laughs> if it's still that way or not. But wow. Yeah. Oh, that's great.
0: Um, all right, Dave, well, before we get into, I think we're going to go and get into part three of my favorite things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in it, uh, till we queue up some more and go back to our regularly scheduled program. All right. Sounds um, good. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So if, if, as, as we talk about all these things, what, what, uh, website do we want to send them to? Yeah. Uh, they should go to
0: a uh, DG show.org. That's uh, D as in Dave, G as in Gunner show.org. org.
1: Okay. Okay, all right. So, um, well, well, to start off, or are you using an ad blocker?
0: Uh, I am. I am using a uBlock Origin.
1: Mm, okay, me too. All yeah, right. I was, I was using that uh, myself. Uh, well, I was using AdBlock Plus for a while, and then it's like I started seeing uh, they were getting a little sketchy in terms of trying to monetize things and. Um, whitelist advertisers to slip through and stuff. So uh, I wound up switching to uBlock Origin and um, it winds up being a lot leaner from a memory consumption standpoint too, Mm -hmm. uh, which is great for a Chromebook, which is often memory uh, limited. Um, So yeah, I totally recommend that. The other thing is that on my um, Android tablet and mobile phone, I use Firefox uh, for Android and what that does is it allows me to do plugins or add-ons there as well. So where Chrome on mobile doesn't do ad blocking, right. um Firefox for Android will. Um uh, so it can do ublock origin. Okay.
0: Okay. Interesting. I I'm still I'm still using Chrome on my uh on my various devices mostly because I like the uh being able to keep ta- keep track of my tabs across the thing. But yeah. I suppose Firefox has a similar feature, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like on the Chromebook, I had to use Chrome because um, there was no Firefox. But now, since I can do Android apps on uh, the Chromebook, I could probably do Firefox for Android on Chrome. But eh, you know, I'm already using Chrome, and Chrome is pretty rich on on Chrome OS, so it's mm. like fine. And so, like, I'm pretty much bifurcated in terms of bookmarks and, you know, it's, you know, it's like I have two copies that I maintain and everything. It's, it's a pain, but I just, I don't bookmark as much as I used to anymore.
0: Yeah. 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 Same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see, what can I contribute to this? I, so, um, so as you know, I'm, I'm running. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I find myself, I respond really well to statistics, about running. Yes. Um, that is if I just woke, woke up and started running and didn't keep track of my time or my distance, uh, it would be a less rich experience for me. For some reason, I really like, it's not about leveling up as much as like keeping track of my progress and the, the
1: quantified self.
0: That's right. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I started off with a run keeper. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, eventually I had some difficulty. The, the watch s- stuff on run keeper didn't quite sync up in, in smart ways with the phone and it was all kind of goofy. And, um, so, uh, I, I made the switch to RunTastic. Okay. Um, which, uh, is basically exactly the same thing. Um, it's just owned mm. by Adidas instead of under armor. And, uh, it's a, it's great. Uh, works. does right. What it says on the tin. Um, keeps track of my, uh, keeps track of my heart rate and keeps track of my path, you know, so I can go back and like say like, okay, I want to go do that same run again. Um, and it, they call it a challenge so I can challenge myself and so it'll take the path I took and the, uh, distance and the speed and all that other stuff and see if I can beat it. Um, mm-hmm. which, uh, mm-hmm. which, uh, which is a, which is a nice feature. And again, you can, you can share with your friends and all this other stuff. Um, several people also enjoy Strava or yeah Strava, which I, I have not tried, but especially if you apparently, if you bike Strava is a good choice, but anyway, run um, has not given me any problems. Um, so I think that's great. And before you ask, uh, I do have all of my runs scheduled in Google calendar. And when mm. I'm done with the run, uh, it creates this nice little info card for the run, which I can then share into day one. So it goes into my journal.
1: Oh, you don't use Todoist for it.
0: I do not know. I, 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 I have yet to figure out a way to get Todoist in there. Um, but I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out.
1: And is that with, with Google calendar, does it, is that the, uh, that feature that they have for like developing habits where yeah, it'll yeah. automatically find open spots in your calendar to go for runs and stuff. That's right.
0: And that's why I don't do it through Todoist is I want to take advantage of that ability for the Google calendar to kind of find a hole in my schedule for the run. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I, uh, yeah. And you know, we talked about the, uh, uh, Chow May me band and everything that i've mm-hmm. I've been using for years i've had the the original me band and then the me band two and whatever and now I'm up to me band three, which is great um and it it has its own app and then it synchronizes with google fit mm-hmm. and uh so this has been pretty cool from like uh like with our puppy and me taking him for walks and everything he uh it it's you know it's a nice goal thing for me to uh you know get my steps in and challenge myself to. Uh, do that. And then with the cool thing with Google fit is it, it does a lot with, um, being able to, uh, challenge you and set up challenges to, uh, you know, improve yourself, uh, over a week and everything. So like now this year, there's a, like a, a new year challenge to like get a certain level of, they call it heart points where, mm-hmm. you know, there's movement points of you moving around, but then there's the it could figure out from the accelerometer, I guess, uh, the heart points in terms of, of, of rapid movement, like fast walking and running and stuff like that. So, you know, you want to get a balance of more than just walking, but also the, the faster speed walking sort of thing too. So, and it, and so it syncs with all that and I could, I could look back at myself, but the problem I had with, um, you know, scheduling those behaviors in Google calendar. Like I wanted to like, Oh, practice my drums more often and all that. But the problem is, is it, it would schedule it when, you know, Hey, practice drums when I'm sitting in a Marriott in Tyson's corner or something. It's like, no, that doesn't help. So I, I quickly got rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I've actually, I actually make extensive use of that, that Google calendar feature. I, um, I got one for setting time for reading um, mm. you know, running, doing pushups, doing my language, all that stuff. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: and it's, uh, it mostly works. And I think in, now that you mentioned it, it's because it, these are all activities I can do regardless of my location. If it was bound to location. Yeah. yeah I can see why that would be less, less, less useful.
1: Yeah. What about, uh, weather wise? Do you, uh, do like weather apps and everything? I'm a, I'm a dark sky man. Oh, really? Do you pay up for it?
0: Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I did, I think, um, did I? Yes, I must have. Yeah, I think you. I think you must pay for it if you're uh, if you're on iOS. But anyway, oh. I, I did buy it. Um okay. and it's totally worth it. The little, the little micro forecasts, you know, for so yeah. you can know if it's going to rain, and it'll give you a ten minute warning if uh, it's going to rain exactly where you are. Um, yes. Especially uh, anyone who needs to walk a dog should have Dark Sky. I can strongly oh, recommend yeah. this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's what um, I did it too, and uh, independently, I guess. And uh, at least on Android, the app is free, but the subscription, I forget what extra you get out of it um, in terms of maybe it's the micro forecast or something Mm -hmm. um, for extended periods of time. But um, for me, it's been very helpful for motorcycle riding where, you know, it's like I don't want to ride in the rain and I can I can figure out, you know, where it's going to rain and try to navigate around it and stuff like that. And, And like you said, getting those warnings, it's like, hey, I better suit up and get moving or I'm going to get in a thunderstorm because, um, safety wise, I, I just don't like riding in the rain. But the other thing is that with my motorcycle being chain drive, uh, whenever it gets wet, you got to like wash the chain and, um, re lubricate it and everything. And it's, it's just a pain. So, um, I'd rather just keep it dry and, and, uh, only do it, uh, whenever, uh, every 750 miles and, you know, whenever it's just dry. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you do uh, Google voice?
0: I do Google voice or, mm, okay. So I, at one point I did Google voice and then when I got this and then for reasons I don't remember, I switched the number back to my real phone and so got off Google voice and then fixed it up so that Google voice was still my voicemail system.
1: Hmm. Oh, right. Okay.
0: Um, and then at some point that, that connection broke and I haven't gone back to it. So Hmm. I guess I don't use Google voice anymore now that I'm thinking about it. And as it happens, I, from what I understand, the iOS app is now doing transcriptions of voicemail, which is the whole reason why I was using Google voice in the first place.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So I do, I do Google voice now. So when people call me, Um, I hope, hopefully they're not calling my old cell phone number. And the reason why I like it is it, it can ring multiple devices at the same time. So Mm -hmm. whether it's my, uh, you know, like I'll get a phone call inside of my, uh, the Gmail tab on my web browser, on my laptop or on the Chromebook or on my phone. So Mm -hmm. that way I can put my phone away and not have to, or I could leave it in the hotel room charging, but, um, you know, go somewhere and read and, uh, still get a phone call. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, the Apple ecosystem solves this in a different way with the, uh, um, with the Wi-Fi calling and FaceTime, uh, basically it, basically the same deal. Um, yeah. and my, you know, it can even answer the phone on my watch, um, mm. which I have done by accident several times.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's, yeah. And that's the thing too. I know like Google voice has been, it's like fallen into disrepair for years. And then just all of a sudden recently they, they made a couple like substantial like user interface updates Mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign or what.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and if I remember right, there was also a confusion around Google voice and its handling of text messages. Um, Oh
1: yeah. That's still a thing. Yeah.
0: And that was kind of a mess there for a while.
1: Oh, it still is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So the way it works is like with Google voice, you could say, um, I could do all my SMS messages through the Google voice app, or I can merge it with, google hangouts and so and and so i can get uh, a message from my wife over google hangouts and also an sms from her in google hangouts but now with google hangouts being up in the air um you know the you know as the google tries to consolidate the, all the, the quantity of uh messaging systems they have who knows what's going to happen this year with uh hangouts so we'll right. see right right yeah yeah not great yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your, uh, do you have a preferred, uh, speaking of messaging and texting and all that, do you, do you have a preferred one or is it, you just, you have a million of them and you contact the people where they are?
0: Uh, I mostly meet people where they are. Um, I got your uh, you know, <clears throat> primarily I'm on iMessage and then at work it's the Google chat, hangouts, chat, <clears throat> what yep. have you. Um, and then, uh, I got WhatsApp from my international friends and, uh, yep. Most of my time—that's that, where I spend most of my time—is in—is uh, in iMessage, though. Like any good American.
1: Yep. 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 Well, and and the, yeah, with WhatsApp being owned by Facebook, you're not uh, squeamish about that.
0: Uh, I talked to basically two people on WhatsApp. Okay. Um. So I'm not. You know the. Uh, and I didn't. And I did not share my contacts with them. And if I remember right, that's still. I can't remember, they had a terms of service change, which was very confusing and like a very, very Facebooky change of terms of service, you know? Um, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm all
1: in or remind me in five minutes. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, anyway, I don't remember where I landed with that, but uh, basically it's so little activity happens on there and I don't think they have my social graph, but who knows?
1: Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too, is that they could still have your shadow profile that you can't see. and. They know all about you anyhow, and you can't do anything about it.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, well, and I'm in, I'm in pretty good company there. It's a, my, me and 2 billion of my closest friends have the same uh,
1: <laughs> Right, same constraint. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yup. Um, all right. Uh, so what do you do? And you're a last pass man for password managers, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And largely because they had the Linux support and uh, right. still do, and it works great, and it works great on the... Uh, uh, Chrome OS and, and, uh, Android and everything. So it's like, yeah, I I couldn't be happier. And I I used to pay for it, but they, uh, the, the things that I paid for, um, is like free now. And so I I was like struggling to figure out why I would want to pay them. Um, so yeah. Uh, How about you? Uh,
0: one password, um, which has made a number of changes now that, um, Make it a lot more like LastPass, actually. So the in the browser integration, you can get a. It's, it was very confusing to figure out, but uh, basically, you can get a browser extension which will talk to the app if it's on your computer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can hit the strokes and it'll do the fill in of your username and password. Or and or you can get a different browser extension which is basically all in the browser. Um, like, like I think LastPass is, um, yeah. so you had a different keystroke and now you're interacting with the service hosted by one password rather than your native application. And I think that's so that it can support stuff like Chromebooks.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause the way LastPass works is it, um, it's, it's really, it's a pretty, I guess it's a fat extension on your browser mm-hmm. where it pulls down the blob of your password vault and decrypts mm-hmm. everything. And um it only stores the encrypted blob up on LastPass's servers and keeps it synchronized. And mm-hmm. like even like I even have a monthly reminder and remember the milk to do like a, a password audit um to see if anything's been compromised. And um they have like a password challenge and everything. And what it'll do is it like you do the password challenge, you have to enter your your vault password um again. Uh, because it's like all run in JavaScript on the client side when it mm-hmm. does that password challenge. So mm-hmm. the decryption of everything is all done locally. Right.
0: I I believe One Password is on a similar system and they've got a similar feature called the Watchtower, um, which will warn yeah. you of uh, both passwords that are old um, and also passwords that have been compromised. Um, yeah. So if uh you know so if your Yahoo password has been not changed since the last yahoo compromise it will it will warn you so yeah it's i i I suspect these two are basically the same at this point
1: yeah that's what i'm thinking i i heard that they raised the price on one password it was like it went from you buying it to it being a subscription and it was like a crazy expensive subscription
0: yeah i don't remember i don't remember being upset about that i'll put it that way i might have i might have paid the money and not thought about it too carefully but uh, okay yep um, all right. all right. Uh, so what is it? Are so language wise, are you, are you, do you have any language teaching tools you're using?
1: Uh, just Python lately. Um, uh-huh. no. <laughs> um no, I tried Duolingo, um, mm-hmm. back in, you know, like I, I, I did that for like for Lent it's like for Lent I'm going to, I'm going to do Duolingo, Duolingo and Spanish. And I'm just going to do it. And it's like, I I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But how about you? You, you still hanging in with it?
0: Um, I'm in it. I'm on day 531, I think, of my streak. Um yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, Swedish, Spanish, and French. Um, okay. Every day, whether I need it or not, um, and uh, it's kind of like uh, it's become the the punctuation mark on my day. Um, mm. so after I do, you know, all my work and everything and I'm, you know, kind of getting bed wise, um, I'll do, you know, 20 minutes or a half hour of Duolingo. And, um, it's, uh, at this point I can't help myself. I, I just have to do it. It's just, it's so thoroughly ingrained in my routine. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, interesting. I'm, I'm going to be traveling to, uh, Czech Republic here in a couple of weeks. And I tried to add Czech to the, to the routine and I, it's been hard. It, um, I've set a goal for myself of getting 50 points a day on Mm Duolingo. And as soon as I hit that 50 points, um, I feel like I'm done. Um, And Mm -hmm. so within those 50 points, I can grab the necessary kind of Swedish, French, Spanish, what have you. Um, But then I add a check and the check shows up as like 80, 90, 100 points. And -hmm. what's interesting is that that was not an incentive for me. I find myself unable to, like, if I just set myself the goal of like, I'm going to get hundred points, I would easily be able to fit check into the schedule, but because it only allows me to set the goal to 50 points, I get to 50 points and I'm like, Oh, I'm done. Um, it's very, it's interesting. I had my, you would think that I would be able to mentally set my goal to hundred, but I'm not rewarded in the app for hitting hundred. I'm rewarding in the app for hitting 50.
1: Okay. And you can't dial it up
0: and I can't dial it up. Oh, right. Wow. Um, Hmm. so I, the interesting Uh, interesting the ways in which our brain betrays us i guess
1: yeah and are the points based on basic is it correlated to time invested or is it complexity or or a function of both
0: each kind of module or each kind of session if you like gets 10 points and so okay i've I've done it as like two sessions of spanish two sessions of french two sessions of swedish which gets gets me to 60 points Mm -hmm. um although even i always do spanish last and so if uh I sometimes I can get myself to 60 if I just say like, ah, oh, like you really got to get to, you really got to do that last module of Spanish, but I have to like convince myself to do it. Um, anyway, that's interesting as why, why I find myself unable to do that. Cause it's really, it would only be another 10 minutes and I could get check in there, but
1: yeah. Also check so is you... hard. That's the other thing. Check is, oh, check right. is hard. <laughs> and well, it's also, is it phonetic from a Latin alphabet sort of thing? Uh,
0: no, not really. Uh, uh, it's a goofy Turkic alphabet. Um, mm-hmm. like it's got a, you know, it's got weird ligatures on it. Uh, it's like a Latin mm-hmm. alphabet with weird ligatures. Um, and I, and, uh, anyway, it's not, uh, it's not obviously Indo-European. And so I'm not, I'm not really cottoning to it very quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot it, like learning, you know, a Russian or, a, uh, uh, mm-hmm. something like that. So, um,
1: and do you get to practice your Spanish, French, and Swedish on other people?
0: No. As a matter of fact, I went through the humiliating uh, process of meeting somebody who lived in Sweden for twelve years and uh, recently. And uh, they said, "Oh, I'm studying Swedish." And they say, "Oh, that's interesting." And then they broke into their Swedish, and I was adrift. I just had I, oh. no. It was just it was terrible. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, I think I, I I think I have the Swedish of like a full, let's say a three year old let's say 3. Okay.
1: Yeah. So well and that's a thing too that I that I would think and these probably exist where you could get whether it's books or comics or something like that that would be like like if you had like the third the third grade reading level of a mm-hmm. uh, Swede yep. maybe get more like adult related content not like you know the cat jumped over the dog or something like that yeah. but all but, you know, sort of, like, dialed up for, like, grown-ups to be able to read but allow you to progress to, like – I don't know if you did SRAs when, when you were in grade school. Yeah,
0: right. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and we live in a golden age of communication. And so, I mean, you can actually – I can actually – in my car, I can actually get the Swedish national radio, um, mm. which is cool. Uh, and so I can listen to the news in Swedish and, um, you know, I have, I can go read the SVT-netter uh, or Uh, Swedish, like BBC, you know, I can like the the material is available to me. Um, I am not spending a whole lot of time with it. Um, and I think, and that's another tell, that's another interesting kind of fact of this, which is, um, I have a suspicion that the learning, the actual, the act of learning Swedish is more important than actually learning Swedish. If you know what I mean? Like I've ritualized those 20 points of Swedish I get every day. Um, mm-hmm. But have not been able to successfully, successfully ritualize like reading the news or um, you know right read, uh, go I can even watch Swedish TV shows if I wanted with English subtitles and I don't right. do it um, so I don't know, I question my commitment I question my commitment
1: <laughs> well right and it's it's sort of like you know reading books about football but not playing football or or reading <laughs> you know Linux manuals without having a computer yeah and and so you almost need. You need to practice it, um, and, and everything. And it's, and is, is it, is the goal getting the Duolingo points or, you know, sort of like what's the purpose and the goal, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think my revealed preference is just getting the Duolingo points. I think. Yeah. And (laughs) that's fine. Yeah. 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 Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. So what else you got?
1: Uh, so do you, I know you do podcasts at 2X, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I do. Do you do videos at 2X? uh as often as i can. Yep. Okay. And yep. and so you use the uh video speed controller addon yeah. or Yeah, yeah, you turn me on to
0: this. Yeah, this this yeah. Uh, this browser plugin. Uh i find it super useful for um and i also use VLC for this purpose because VLC will okay. play back videos at uh, at 2x. Um yeah. so like uh conference calls that i missed. Mm-hmm. Um, company-wide meetings. <laughs> yes. I, I recommend listening to all of those at at least 2x. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Because you, I'm, mean, think about that. You get, you could turn an hour long all hands into something that's 30 minutes. That's right. And, and to me, it also forces you to focus mm-hmm. instead of like drifting and, yeah. Yeah. Do you have this? I, so I've, uh, going back to the Google Home
0: thing. So Google Home will play uh, a podcast for me at 2X um, using okay. the, I, I cast it using my pocket casts, which is my, my podcast uh, catcher. It'll play it at two X. Um, I find that if it's in my ears in headphones, I can listen to it at two X, but if I do it at two X in the house, it gets too muddy and I can't hear it.
1: Yeah. Do you have have this? I haven't, I haven't tried it that way. Um, but I, I do know, like, I, I like having the headphones in. Um, but like when I'm driving around, um, two X is fine in the Mm -hmm. car. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, yes, but that's I actually, no, you're right.
0: Yeah, no, in the car, I can do two X as well. Yeah, well, that's yeah, interesting.
1: but but you may maybe it's just an ambient distraction of all the other things going around instead of it being like pumped into your head, being sort of like in your face, uh, like almost literally.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah, or like yeah, the or maybe something about the acoustics of the house—it's bouncing off the walls in a weird way. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah and I even do um, pocket. Uh, text to speech, uh, and I do that at 3x, and it's fine. Wow, I yeah. I struggle with 3x. I struggle with 3x. Although, well, with Pocket, I don't know. It, well, it's using the Google text to speech mm-hmm. uh, stuff, but um, it just like it felt like 3x feels like 2x. So I don't know. If, you know, who knows? I don't, I don't know. You but know, then uh, you it, you go to 1x, and then it sounds like the lady's drunk.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, uh, so for a long time, and maybe still, The Economist if you're an economist subscriber, you can listen to through the app. You can listen to the, you can have them read the economist to you, which is great. Yeah. Um, and you can have them do it at two X. They were having problems with that for a while and f- they dropped the functionality. So you had to listen to it at one X and it was excruciating. Cause yeah, it sounded like they were all drunk. Um, yeah. and I was just like, Oh God, this is taking forever. Um, and so I think, but I think the readers are deliberately slowing down their reading for, I guess, non-native speakers, but, um, yeah, so I can imagine the economist working at three X, but uh I try listening to listen to your average podcast at three X and um No oh, yeah, right. that's too much. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you could probably take like if it if they didn't fix the Economist app, you might be able to take the article and then stuff it into pocket and then have pocket oh, yeah. play it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah.
1: Anything else you got?
0: Uh let's see. Speaking of audio, um, so I got this I got this. Uh, overly expensive uh, Apple Watch, right? Yeah, and, right. Um, and uh, as you know, I like uh, I like betraying people, um, and so I uh, and so there's a there's a app called Just Press Record, mm-hmm. and it's on the surface it seems uh, you already have the voice memo feature in your phone if you have a iOS device, mm-hmm. um, but what Just Press Record does is it automatically um, uploads this thing to Google drive or Dropbox or what have you. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it will also do transcripts for you mm. and it will give you a big red button on your Apple watch.
1: Oh. And
0: so I use this, uh, for my son. So when Soren is being super cute and telling me about things he's doing during the day, right. And tells me about what happened at school that day. Um, I can, well, you know, riding in the car and I can just hit the record button. And then not only do I get the full audio recording of what he's saying, but also later can get a transcript of it. And then, uh, and yes, I go ahead and upload that all into the journal. Um, Hmm. so which is nice. I think like, um, I don't do it a lot. Um, but sometimes what he says is really cute and I'm like, I can't wait to embarrass him later with this recording. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah, no, I thought you would, you would use it for espionage. Well, I, I, if only I had the opportunity Um, yeah. (laughs) Well, no, there's some countries they're probably recruiting. So (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: right. Stay cool. OPM. Um, (laughs) so, and, uh, I guess my last one is, uh, also speaking of sound recording is, um, uh, is I've had, I've had complaints in the past, uh, about my snoring and that got me interested about what's going on when I'm sleeping. And so I got an app called sleep cycle,
1: um,
0: which, uh, Instead of having a fancy, like you'd have a wristband and a headband and a, you know, thing that you stick under your pillow, there's a lot of these, a lot of these tools have, uh, kind of paraphernalia that you need to employ. Um, what this does is, uh, it uses the microphone on your phone, not just, it will record your snoring. Yes, it will. But it will also use it, use the sounds it hears to judge how deep your sleep is. Um, Mm. and so. Uh, I can actually watch, you know, my body slow down cause I think it's listening to the breathing. Um, mm-hmm. so you can listen, you can kind of watch yourself go down into a deeper sleep because you a nice little graph in the morning. Um, and it also is integrated with the Phillips hue lighting system. And so, uh, I can say, set the alarm for 5am and starting at about 4:45, it will begin to brighten the lights in the room. And I find that I actually, the lights wake me up before the sound does, huh? which is great. Yeah, no, um, that's cool. Yeah. And does,
1: um, is it – like I I think when I had the Apple uh, phone, I, I had Sleep Cycle, and it didn't use a microphone. You actually – it used the accelerometer, and you had to like put it on your bed by your pillow, and I'm like worried okay. about yeah, getting radiation yeah. in my head. So I guess now it's just acoustic?
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, as far as I can tell, it's only acoustic, and uh, and it is also – it's only acoustic and it's also connected to your watch. So if you, yeah. uh, if you wear your, if you wear the Apple watch at night, it will keep track of your movement on your wrist, oh, right. but also yeah. your heart rate. And also instead of, uh, beeping to wake you up, it'll actually shake your wrist with a little alarm on your, on your, uh, on your watch, which is great.
1: Okay. And does it do, does it, do you set the alarm for sleep cycle boundaries? Like a, a typical sleep cycle is like 90 minutes of, you know, like from light sleep to REM sleep and deep sleep to like back out. And then that repeats like every 90 minutes. And I think it was sleep cycle or there might have been another one where you could set it such that it could detect what part, what state of sleep you're in. And so like if it wakes you in a light sleep state, so you could set your alarm for 645 or something, <laughs> but if it detects it, you're like in light sleep and getting ready to go into deep sleep, it'll wake you up at like say 630 or something, yeah. which is better than sleeping to 645, even though you get an extra 15 minutes, you're like mm-hmm. super groggy and you know, it's, yeah. it's painful. Yeah, but do, yeah, yeah. Do you do that?
0: Yeah. So it'll, um, uh, you, you give it a window of saying like, okay, I want to wake up around seven and then give it 15 minutes on either side or give it half hour on either side. And then based on how deep a sleep it perceives you're having. It'll, it'll, it'll adjust the wake up time. So yeah, yeah, it does do that.
1: All right. Yeah. Well, good. I think that's a, a good one to close out on. Um, I think so. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm tired now. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, well, great, great. And so I guess what we'll be back to our regular schedule next episode, but in the meantime, if people want to, um, find out about, uh, um, uh, all the things that we talked about. Where where do we want to send them?
0: Yeah, they should go uh, to uh, Todoist.com, dot uh, right. com. That's uh, <laughs> which which incredibly I've only mentioned once. In this, in this yeah, episode. really. It's, they're going to cancel our sponsorship. <laughs> um, so that's a uh, the the it's a uh, show dot org. So it's a uh, Diaz and Dave, is and Gunner Show. dot All
1: right, nice. Okay, Gunner. Well, thanks for uh, uh, joining. Happy New Year, and we'll catch everybody next time.
0: All right. See you later,
1: everyone.